This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by Joel Schaub at Guaranteed Rate. As a realtor, it's important to partner with only the most trusted name in mortgage lending. Joel has thousands of satisfied clients and gives $1,500 of his commission back to your buyers on every closing. He is known for his ability to close even complex deals start to finish in only 14 days. To learn what thousands of others already know, make a note to call Joel at 773-654-2049 or email joel at rate.com. Guaranteed Rate is an equal housing lender license in all 50 states consumer access number 2611 and now on with the show Welcome to another episode of Keeping It Real, the largest podcast made by real estate agents and for real estate agents. My name is DJ Paris. I am your guide and host through the show. Today, once again, is our monthly series called Learn with a Lender with Joel Schaub from Guaranteed Rate. Now, Joel is the Vice President of Lending at Guaranteed Rate. He has been doing loans at a high level since 2003 and has got to that level because of what he does specifically for agents, which is he gives back part of his commission to the buyer on every transaction. Last year alone, Joel gave back over $291,000 in closing costs to buyers who worked with him and his team. And that puts Joel's volume at in the top one-tenth of 1% 1 of all lending nationwide. Now, this is out of 400,000 loan officers. Joel is ranked number 137. Last year, he closed 535 transactions, his highest amount ever for $195 million. Now, already this year, which is even more incredible, Joel has already closed 198 transactions. We are still uh, just out of quarter one uh, for $77 million. So he is on pace to even best his last year. Um, if you're looking for a loan officer, we cannot highly more highly recommend Joel. He's the very best we've ever worked with. He was my loan officer. I just closed a few months ago. And I can tell you from firsthand experience, he's that good. Um, and if you are do not have a great relationship with a loan officer or just want to see what other loan officers offer, Joel is the guy that you should be talking to. And his team is amazing. You can reach him at joel at rate.com. That's J-O-E-L at rate.com. Dot com or shoot him a text message at 773-654-2049. Let's say hello to the biggest Cubs fan I know, Joel Schaub. Hey, DJ. Thanks so much for having me on. And those numbers are great. And that's cool that you always mention that you're way too kind to me. But this is the time we like to give back. So I really like the time that we spend each month to help agents take it to that next level. And you're always busy no matter what you're doing, but our hopes is that you get something from each and every time you tune in and you can take it to that next level and close the type of transactions that we are. Great, so what do we wanna talk about uh, this time? Agents always look at the closing calendar. We're writing a contract, right? And they look at an actual calendar and they pick a closing date, typically like a Friday at the end of the month, right? Why do we do that? as agents. Why do because borrowers want to close and buyers want to close on a Friday and get in before the weekend, right? I want people to start moving away from that. And I want to remind agents out there that there are days in the week that aren't a Friday. <laughs> there are Tuesdays, there's Wednesdays, and there are Thursdays. 
And all joking aside, my agents that I work with, and even the ones that I don't, that I've seen really take it to the next level, actively choose closing dates other than Friday. You want to know why? I would because I, I have a guess uh, why I'm assuming because since that is probably the most selected closing date, it just taxes the resources of lending teams and it just makes it probably more difficult and more stressful to kind of cram it all in is, is that that's my guess. God, you're good. You're so good. Okay. <laughs> that's one thing, right? That's absolutely right. That it's harder and more work to close on a Friday. Okay. So let's just think about it. Even if you are a great agent, and you've partnered with a good lender and everything goes fine and they're closing on Friday, everybody else is also closing on Friday. So it's not the lender, it's the title companies that are really in escrows that are backed up, right? So processing that, if they can do it on a Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, they're done and they have a good experience so that they can refer you more transactions. Well, I am a, I am a, a silent partner in a title company and I can absolutely, I should have, that should have been my first uh, uh, answer to why uh, Fridays aren't great. Cause I should know that because I'm, I'm sort of involved in that. And he, Joel is absolutely right. It's, it's oftentimes the title company. And I know that when I was closing my condo, just, just recently with Joel's team, um, the only hiccups we had had nothing to do with Joel's team at all. It was all on the title side. Um, and it, um, and it just happens. And Joel's team was perfect. They were great, but because we were closing on uh, towards the end of the day um, on on a, I don't remember what day it was, but boy, the waiting room in that title company was jammed with people, and I wish I would have chosen a different day. So I, I completely agree with that. Escrow officers and title companies have a lot of work. So, for example, as we're recording this, it's a Wednesday, and I have two clients closing today. I have two clients closing tomorrow, but I have eleven clients closing on Friday. Oh, oh my right? gosh. And so if that's just one story, multiply that over the number of agents. And so here's what we want, okay? We want the buyers and you want your clients to have great experiences, not just to get through the transaction with you, but get through. And that's the last part that they remember, the signing of the docs and getting the keys. And if they have a really great experience there, you're going to get more referrals. And how did I do? $77 million of closings already in just over three and a half months. It's because we're strategically educating agents on how to do more business and get not just closed transactions, but raving fans from the people that close so that you don't have to go out and pay for more advertising. The best advertising are the people that you really care about that closed uh, and closed on a Tuesday, Wednesday, or a Thursday. You know, that's a tip that I think we've never given on this show or that I've heard ever uh, in all my years in this industry. So that, that's a really great tip. So, you know, work with your loan officer, uh, talk to the title company, and maybe even ask them as the agent, hey, what's the day that works the best for, for both your teams, the, the, the loan, uh, you know, the loan team, and then also the title team and find out. And it's probably, as Joel said, probably not a Friday. So um, you can then bring that to your client and say, hey, I know you want to close on Friday, but I'm going to give you a couple of reasons why we should do that earlier in the week. And we just have a better chance of it going more smoothly. And that brings, you're right, that just brings a better experience to the customer. It also uh, shows that you care and that you're knowledgeable and you're not just sitting there with the attorney. Um, you know, your clients aren't sitting there with the attorney in, in the, at the title company going, uh, what's happening? Is something something going wrong? And <laughs> and and we all know what, what that's like as an agent to sit there feeling helpless. And, you know, you could have just 
scheduled it for a different day and, and everyone would have been happy. Now, I know you also wanted to talk about what happens if somebody is moving, transitioning from renting to buying and trying to figure out the balance of when do I stop renting and, and when do I, when should I close? When should I move uh, with my new purchase? So as agents, you're exactly right, DJ. The, the conversation comes up a lot. So I want to educate and just re-emphasize some of the big selling points that you can do to educate your borrowers about when is the first payment due on the mortgage side of things? Because even experienced agents sometimes forget this, right? Yeah. So we're in April right now. And if we close today, the payment doesn't come due in May. It won't come due until June. All right. right. So it's always that next month. And so we can schedule around the client's last rent payment and the first mortgage payment so that there's not a doubling up where I have to pay rent and the first mortgage. And that'll alleviate the anxiety of the buyer and they'll be more likely to move forward if you can educate them on the timing of this. Yeah, it's a good thing to remember. Um, right now with gosh so many buyers because rates are so low that there's just so a flood of buyers into, into the marketplace and people who are renting and really it's a great opportunity for agents all of our listeners and viewers to talk to everyone who is renting and say hey rates aren't going to be here forever and let's run some numbers and mm -hmm. they say well my, my lease is still up in two months say hey that might not be a problem let's take a look here and remember you're getting a, a little bit of a window there before you have to start paying so Great opportunity to have those conversations with renters and and understand the flexibility of of you know moving from from renting to buying. And I know with my place, I I left with a few months left on my lease. Yeah. Um, I worked out an arrangement with my owner, but I still owed him for one month, and that that was negated out by the fact that I had four weeks you know without a payment on my mortgage, and it worked out perfect. So I'm a perfect example of that. Here's a good tip. If I'm an agent and I'm working with one of my good mortgage professionals, reach out to them because we all know that mortgage payments are typically due on the first, but a lot of companies like ours will allow the client to pick any date that they want for the automatic yeah. payments all the way up to the 15th of the month, which means, for example, if a client was closing next week and they closed uh, in the very beginning of the month, let's take May 3rd, for example they could literally not have the mortgage payment due, not in June, but July, and as late as July 15th, DJ, that means 72 days in between the closing date and that first payment due date. And if they select the 15th with their lender, that means every month that'll be the due date to correspond with probably a payroll, right? It's a yeah. really great way to do things. Boy, that's so smart. And, and that's really where as agents, you know, you don't have to know all of this, but what you do need is a good loan officer relationship. So you can talk to them and say, here are the concerns that my client's having. Can we figure out a solution? And, and you know, obviously there's good lenders uh, and good institutions that the lenders work for are able to, to accommodate some of those. And, and maybe some of these smaller lenders who are maybe, you know, not as uh, fully featured, uh, maybe wouldn't be able to do so that's that. And also just getting things to close, making sure you're working with a lender yeah. that can get things to close uh, as quickly as possible. I know you have an incredibly low uh, number of day, uh, you know, average cycle from, from start to close. 
Yeah, on the purchase side of things, DJ, right now, when a contract comes in, my goal is to have a fully completed file in under 10 days that includes appraisal uh, or an appraisal waiver all the way through underwriting and what we call the clear to close. Uh, some of them take 12 to 13 days. Some of them are a little bit longer. I had one today that was six days from start to finish. Wow. And so it's one of those things where it allows you as an agent, when you're partnering with a good lender in your community to actually be the leader and go get offers accepted that other agents aren't because you can give very good terms. We can close in 21 days. We can close in 14 or 15 days. When there's multiple offers in this market, having a lender that'll actually just expedite the loans for you could be invaluable so that you're not just always having to come in at the highest and best. It could be the best without being the highest. Well, yeah, that that absolutely makes sense. And this should also be a good reminder to everyone who is working with buyers to only, only take out buyers, especially right now in the current low interest rate environment um, and the competitive environment that buyers are facing. We all know uh, how difficult it is to get uh, just to get contracts because there's so many buyers have a pre-approval every single time. Um, if you're submitting offers without a pre-approval, listing agents are, are going to you know, that maybe deprioritize those to, you know, uh, other, other offers that have uh, those pre-approval letters. Cause they know that that's serious and it's got a, a, you know, a big financial institution already banking on that person. As an agent right now, I'm absolutely calling the lender and having them update the pre-approval DJ to make sure that the lender has today's date, that property address and the exact dollar amount that we're offering so that the offer stands out Agents, you guys know it, you're getting 12 and 15 offers. Half of them are sloppy at best. Some of them are good, but you're looking for that outlier. Who's gonna be the easiest to get done? And so the first one is cash, right? A cash buyer, even if it's a few grand less, is going to be a lot better than having to deal with us mortgage jerks, okay? <laughs> <laughs> if you can do cash, that's going to be key. Uh, the next one would be the number one financing, right? So it's not just the highest offer. We're really encouraging agents to reach out to the lender that's on the letter. And you'll know within a few seconds of talking to them, is the financing solid? And that's how you should be selecting the offers for your seller is who's doing the financing because that highest offer DJ isn't the best. If they're 55 grand above listing and there's a kind of a shaky institution ordering the appraisal and the financing, you as an agent are gonna be putting that property back on the market again. So you wanna make sure that you're doing the right service to your seller and picking the buyer that has the strong financing terms. And you know who they are, right? You know the people in your community that really get the financing done every single time, that answer the phone, and that actually know what client you're talking about when you answer instead of the who, the what now, which buyer, you know what that is and agents see that all the time, right? Yeah. And I was also, I wanted to sort of, uh, we didn't, I didn't mention this ahead of time. So I'm, I'm going to throw this, throw this very simple uh, thing at you. Cause I, I found it very interesting. And just, you triggered a memory um, that we also have to remember too, that with social media in particular, our clients are seeing all sorts of information that is being thrust upon them on Instagram, now TikTok, um, Facebook, of course, and all the other social platforms. And right. sometimes their information uh, will be like, here's a little hack to how to hack your mortgage. And I'm not talking about house hacking where you buy a multifamily property and live in one of the 
units and rent out the units. That's an amazing opportunity. Mm -hmm. But right as I was about to close uh, for my property, my girlfriend said, there's this viral video on TikTok about how to hack your mortgage. And she sent it to me and I said, oh, I'm curious, what, what is it? And so it was a guy saying, here's here's what you do. You, you basically pay as the little amount, uh, you put down as little as possible. And then in your second month, you flood the um, the payments you do, you know, um, without, you know, find a place without prepayment penalties. And you put, you know, a ton of money in there. And then that saves you thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. And, and I and I looked at that and I go, yeah, that's not how things work. There, there's no way lenders are going to allow you to do what, what this guy was saying. And he was like, you're going to save, you know, $50,000 over time. Time. And so I, I it, what's what was funny about it is it looked really great. It was shiny and cool and and exciting. And then I realized, oh, but that's not how things work. And I realized there's a lot of consumers out there that are just getting some bad information from social media. And that's where it's really important to have that good lender relationship. So if your client calls you and says, I, I just learned about this secret trick that you can use to, to reduce your, your overall payments uh, you know, by $100,000, you're like, well, that doesn't really sound right. Let, let's talk to our, our lender. Um, but I was funny. I meant to, to mention that to you because I saw that and I went, mm -hmm. hey, that sounds great. And then I thought about it for a minute. I'm like, they're not, there's no way ledgers let you do that. Um, now you can prepay things, but the way that it was um, sort of suggested to do was just not the way that that loans work. Yeah. It reminds me of the guys that really have the secret tricks to roulette or right. the secret blackjack yeah. trick. Yeah. If this gentleman knew how to make so much money at a casino, then why are they sharing it <laughs> right. with you? And maybe the right. information on on that mortgage part was right in a degree in which if you make a $50,000 prepayment, sure. I'm sure the total interest goes down, but I don't subscribe to like tricks. We want right. just tried and true information each and every single time so that you can educate the borrowers and just be honest, there's no magic in anything. It's yeah. just what works and what doesn't and going forward from a sense of education and that there's not just like the next big thing. There's not, mortgages have been around. There's a couple of flavors, 15 year, 20 year and 30 <laughs> yeah. year. There are adjustable rate mortgages as well, but there's no major secret. It's about having a good credit score, good income, and then having somebody that's in your corner helping you and not just walking into the bank because you have money at the bank. The bank will do a good job, of course, but the person there works for the bank. Right. So hiring a private mortgage professional that'll go out and shop all the different rates for you and the different terms and bring those back. That's the reason why I've been at the same company for 16 years because of the educational piece. I'm not beholden to my company's rates or programs. I can go out and educate, and even if it's not the guaranteed rate program, sometimes we do take loans to the big national banks, and that is great for the consumer. Yeah, I agree. It's the same reason why if you're look if you're looking for health insurance, for example, you might not only want to talk to a Blue Cross a representative, which is great. Blue Cross here, at least in in Illinois, is is an amazing major medical healthcare provider. It's what I have. But I want to talk to an agent that can represent you know lots of different options and say, here's the best plan for you. Obviously, you you do that at guaranteed rate, where you're able to shop around and 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 find the best product for for the for the borrower. Um, let's talk about rates real quickly before before we end up because um, I know. Rates have ticked down a little bit, so it's just now still an amazing time to get uh, your your buyers on board. 
Yeah, most mortgage rates, when we talk rates, are 30-year fixed. And as agents, you know, you saw them come up over 3%, and that scared a lot of buyers. And we all know, if you've been in the industry anytime, these are still low threes for 30-year fixed was a, a godsend that we haven't had in any time in the last 50 years, right? Some people got spoiled last year when it was really through the throes of COVID, and we didn't know where things were going to go, that the rates got down to 2.5 and 2.6 and 2.7. But there's not a major difference, DJ, between something in just below three and just above three, yeah. unless you're borrowing a million five and a million six. The big thing here is figuring out your total payment, talking about the property taxes, insurance, and if you're buying in a building that has assessments, those are the needles that really move your payment a lot more than an eighth or a quarter point in rate. And if you can teach your borrowers that as an agent, as a realtor, you're going to get more business because it's not so interest rate driven, okay? But right. yes, rates are back at 3% and there's a lot of loan programs that we've been locking for clients that are under that. But you shouldn't always have the focus about rate with your borrower. Right. It should be payment and it should feel comfortable so that they're not cursing you every time they write the mortgage each month. They, you want them happy in the home that they're buying yeah. and you want them referring you more business. So right now rates are low and we anticipate all the way through 2021 and into 2022, the Federal Reserve is keeping a cap on rates. And that equates to mortgage rates at a real macro level where we're not going to see a big spike. So teach your borrowers, don't sell fear. So many people are telling your borrowers and these uh, clients, hurry up and do something because rates are going up. Once you start hearing that kind of talk, you're not educating. Okay, you never could predict the future. So make sure the client's comfortable with what they're doing and not just buying because they're afraid rates are going higher. Yeah, it, it is a good time to educate your your renters and anyone who owns a home who might be thinking of upgrading or moving um, that it is a good time to consider based on current, you know, wh where we are with rates. But it is also, you know, not the time to start fear mongering and, and uh, saying, you know, because as Joel says, nobody has uh, a a crystal ball. And it reminds me, I have a funny quick story to tell you. You'll get, you'll love mm -hmm. this. So my, yeah. my parents in the, when they bought their, well, it was really, I guess their second home anyway, they, this was in the mid seventies, like let's mm -hmm. say 76, 77, they were able to lock in a 30 year rate at like six something, which was incredible for them. They were thrilled. Right. That was an amazing rate. And then we remember the, uh, the, the rate, we had a big rate problem, a big interest rate problem right after that. And rates skyrocketed. This is in the late seventies. And all of a sudden the average 30 year rate went to like 18%. So here's what happened to, to home sellers. They couldn't really sell homes because it was so expensive to buy a home with rates. And so my parents, they needed to move from the suburbs of Chicago down to uh, central Illinois because my dad's job was moving down there. And they had their home on the market for 18 months with a very reputable realtor at the time who just because of rates, just nobody was buying. And so this is so funny. So they had got their mortgage yeah. uh, initially from their local uh, savings and loan. And it was a friend of my mom's who was the loan officer. And she made a, she made a huge mistake on the mortgage. So what my mom eventually said to, to an attorney, Hey, can I sell this thing myself? My realtor isn't really doing anything. I'm going to hire you as an attorney. Can you just take a look and, and see if there's anything goofy with, with my situation? The, the attorney called her back and says, you're not going to believe this, but I, I've almost never seen this. You have an assumable clause 
in yeah. your in your loan, which basically means the rate is assumable and can be transferred to somebody. He goes, we never see this. So my mom's so my mom put a sign in the yard or uh, uh, yeah, in the suburbs that says assumable mortgage six percent. Um, you know, and she goes, I sold the home in a week. Yeah. And, uh, isn't that, I don't know how common those are anymore, but my mom was saying story. it was, she goes, we called, we called our friend and said, she, she, and, and the friend said, do not tell anybody I made this mistake. I will get fired. And uh, they said, no, no, you're our hero. <laughs> We're not going to tell anybody. So this is back in the late seventies, but isn't that amazing? Uh, like just a funny, funny little mistake that ended up uh, allowing them to sell their home. It became the best house on the block, not because mm -hmm. of price, because because they were hundreds of dollars less than anybody oh. else buying the neighbor's home. And those assumable rate mortgages, banks that hold their loans, it's still an option. Okay, so reach out to a lender right now, specifically if you're trying to sell a home. And this is the problem that we're seeing. A lot of banks that hold their paper, a portfolio loan, you may have a rate once the market goes up that's going to be very attractive, okay? But the big national sellers, the big brick and mortar institutions, they all have non-assumable mortgages, yeah. but don't assume that your loan isn't assumable. Yeah, but I, it's just such a funny story. And uh, my mom loves telling that story because she's like, uh, you know, that that loan officer who wasn't supposed to put that clause in there and just had made it. She was new to being a loan officer and just mm -hmm. made a mistake. So I ended up saving my parents. So uh, funny. But anyway, if you are out there looking for somebody who doesn't make those kind of mistakes and is able to give you your clients the best possible service, um, Joel is is really the person I, I've known. I knew Joel for years before I ever worked with him. Um, you know, we, we've had him on the show for years because he is all about adding value. He did that to me throughout my entire loan process, my buying process, but also on the show, he's been giving our thousands and thousands of listeners that guidance as well. So please give him and his team a chance. If you don't have a great, strong lending relationship, Guaranteed Rate is eligible in all 50 states and Joel and his team can assist you. Um, Joel, if somebody is out there wanting to work with you and your team, what's the best way they should reach out? I actually pick up the phone. I mean, test me, right? So you can always reach out to the office line, which is 773-654-2049. And DJ, a lot of agents for the last couple of months have just emailed me just simple questions. And I've taken the time at night to give thoughtful replies on situations that they're facing, marketing things that we're doing that can help them and just be a, a resource. It's fun. I really like being here. And uh, thanks for having me on once again. Awesome. Well, on behalf of our listeners and our viewers, thank you, Joel, for continuing to come on our show and provide value. On behalf of Joel and myself to the listeners and viewers, we say thank you. And please tell a friend, think of one other agent that could benefit from these great episodes and send them a link to our website, which is keepingitrealpod.com or have them pull up a podcast app, search for Keeping It Real and hit that subscribe button. Uh, all right, Joel, we will see you next month. And thanks again. Yeah, it was really great. Thanks again, DJ.